Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. Come on, say this. Say, thy word word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Father, we thank you for your word today, your word, God, that is a lamp unto our feet. It shows us where we're at and how much you love us right where we're at. And Lord, a light unto our pathway, you show us where we're going. Lord, thank you for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you for your blessings that are just so bountiful. You are doing exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or even imagine. And Lord, we are so thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Couple of things, couple of things. Let me tell you something. I made 53 years old last year, and I'll be 54 this year. 53 last year, and I want, I, I, I'm about to share something with you all because some of you are waiting for God to do some things that you have prayed for. Let me say that again. Some of you are waiting for God to do some things that you have prayed. Anybody in here, you know, you prayed for it and you're like, God, I'm just waiting for you to do it, God. I'm waiting for you to, maybe it's been prophesied over your life and, and maybe there's some discouragement coming in. You're like, when is it going to happen? 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 You know what? I want you to be of good courage. Yes. I want you to hold on, be strong because it's coming. Say it's coming. It's coming. Now, I want, let, me, let me prove it to you. I turned 53 last year, and last year I got this box full of gifts from a couple of friends of mine, Raul and Deborah. <laughs> it was a box full of gifts. Now, the gifts were for my 50th birthday. Three years later. <laughs> And I got this card last year when I turned 53 that says happy 50th. Now, I want y'all to see this. They bought it when I was 50. I just didn't get it till I was 53. I see where you go. Y'all, y'all ain't catching this. The box was for when I was 50 and about 72 pounds lighter. But nonetheless, I got a box full of gifts and a card that said 50 on it. And it, you know what? I didn't look at it. I didn't look. Let me tell you something. When I turned 50, I didn't stop around them going, they forgot my birthday. When I was 51, I didn't stop around going, they forgot my birthday. When I was 52, I didn't say, they forgot my 50th birthday. When I, when I got the car, when I was 53, I didn't go, well, finally. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought you forgot. No, I grabbed it and I acted like I was 50 all over again. <laughs> Oh, 
Some of you are mad at God right now. You've been stomping around in life. You've been accepting stuff that's beneath your privilege. You've been waiting on love. So, and because love hasn't showed up, you've been going and finding stuff that's lust. You've been angry at yourself. You've been angry at God because you think God has forgotten about you. But I want to, listen, I want you to rest in the love of God right now. What he has for you is coming. What he has for you is coming. And some of you have been through some stuff that you don't even want to tell nobody about. But I want to let you know what the enemy meant for evil. Come on, I felt that thing. What, what, what was meant to kill you has given you reason to praise. What was meant to destroy you built you up. Somebody say this with me. Say, I'm more than a conqueror. Come on, say, I'm more than a conqueror. Now, I want to prove why you're more than a conqueror because you're still here. You made it. You made it. You got reason to praise God. Devil, you a liar. Stop letting folks put you down. And start walking in the goodness of Jesus. Hallelujah. Start walking like you know who you are. I I don't care if folks think you crazy. You didn't been through enough stuff where you could have been certified crazy. But thanks be to God. Who has given us the victory through Christ Jesus. Just walk down the street. Just do. Listen, you ain't got to have no music. Just walk down and do a spin. (laughs) You somebody. You are somebody. Jeremy, you are somebody. Fabia, you are somebody. Rachel, you are somebody. Al, you are somebody. And the devil can't do nothing about it. David, you are somebody. Janae, you are somebody. Man, we ought to start acting like somebody. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. My daughter borrowed my truck while I was out of town. She sent me a message while I was out of town. And she said, you ain't getting it back. I said, okay. She said, no, I'm serious. You ain't getting it back. But she was playing. Let me tell you what she did. When I got back, not only was the truck clean, I didn't even ask her to do this stuff. The truck was clean and full of gas. I, 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 it almost bothered me that she filled my tank up. Because like, daughter, no, I'll t- just use it up. She filled it up. <laughs> so I said, give me the gas then. She filled up the tank. 
She cleaned up the car. She gave me my truck back better than I gave it to her. And then on top of that, she made me a, a, a container full of spaghetti and said, Dad, I just want to give you the spaghetti too. I know you make it and you're really good at spaghetti, but don't talk about my spaghetti, Dad. I want to give it to you. So not only did she give me my truck back better, she gave me some spaghetti that I can't eat. I couldn't eat because I the, the, was on a 21-day fast, so just staring at me in the refrigerator, just like, eat me, eat me, eat me. But it's sitting there, and, and I looked at it, and I says, Lord, that's how I want to give this life back to you. I want to give it back to you like I've honored you for giving it to me. I want to work out my salvation to a point. I, I'm going to tell you one thing I can't stand is when people tell me, you need some rest. You go rest. I got work to do. People are dying. People are being murdered. People are losing their lives to drugs and alcohol. I must work the work of him that sent me while it is day. I'm going to spend eternity resting. I got to work right now. I got to be about my father's business. Oh, hallelujah. Well, pathway passing. No, what about the set? Listen, I go to bed every night. I'm old now. They, we, when I'm out of town, they'd be like, what, you want to do something? I said, yeah, I'm going to go right to my room and I'm going to lay down. So I rest every night so that by the next morning, I'm ready to do what I'm called to do for the kingdom of God. I want to give this life back to God because I'm so honored that he gave me breath in my lungs. Every single day, I want to say, here you go, God. Hallelujah. I'm giving this back to you better than you gave it to me this morning. When I lay my head down tonight, I want you to know that I did what I was supposed to do today for the kingdom of God. Is that good for you? Amen. Let's give God some praise. Go to, go to Matthew's the sixth chapter. Matthew 6. We're going to deal with a very familiar passage. And I, we've been talking about impact. We'll talk more about that on Friday. But we've been talking about impact. And the Lord gave this to Pastor Randy. Amen. As we, we talk about mobilizing this year and equipping and assigning people to what they've been called to do. The Lord gave him impact and he said, outward expression, inward what God is doing in our lives and upward expression to God. All right, outward, inward and upward. Today we're gonna deal with upward. We're gonna deal with upward and give you a little piece of what this means here because it's important for us to understand that we have been created to give God the glory. We've been created. That's why the Bible says very clearly in Ephesians, he says, you must ask God. If you haven't done it, do this. You must ask God for the spirit of wisdom and revelation that you might know the hope of his calling over your life. 
you have an assignment and that assignment is to walk in the hope of God's calling over your life. There are people living in frustration because they don't know the hope of his calling over their life. They're searching for stuff. They're searching for answers. They're searching to feel wanted. They're searching. They're searching. They're searching. Why? Because they don't know the hope of his calling over their life. But when you know the hope of your calling, you're not going to let anybody deceive you, hoodwink you, bamboozle you, and make you feel like you're worth less because you know the hope of his calling over your life so before i do anything hallelujah i'm asking god for the spirit of wisdom and revelation that i might know the hope of his calling over my life because that's where i am anointed let me let me let me share that's important because the anointing is what destroys the yoke See, shepherds used to grab the sheep because here comes the animals, the wolves, and, and the different ones that were coming down. And the shepherd knew that he couldn't protect every one of them if there was an attack from every side. He had the staff. He had a rod. He had the dogs that could run off, but there were so many sheep that they could come. And the fear was that a sheep would be snatched away. So what they did was they would rub the sheep down with oil all right they would rub them down with oil and 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 they called this the anointing process they would rub it down with oil so that when the the a sheep that was not maybe guarded or protected at that moment if the animal that was coming to grab it would reach out and grab they would get a a, a armful or a mouthful of oil oh man <laughs> Rather than a flesh. All right. You got to understand something. God has anointed you through Jesus Christ. So that the anointing of your life destroys the yokes that come to tie you down. My anointing is in my purpose. It's in the assignment. I can't do what you want me to do. I got to do what God called me to do. I can't walk in what you want me to walk in. I got to walk in what God called me to walk in. Why? Because that's where I am anointed. That's where I have victory. That's where I'm not defeated. That's where I'm more than a conqueror through Christ. The Lord Jesus. Amen. The Savior of my life. Amen. 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 So the first thing you have to do is, hallelujah, give this upward expression to God. God, I want to worship you. I want to give you praise. I want to, but many of us are worshiping and we're worshiping not even knowing really who God is. Think about it. If someone said, hey, you, you'd be like, excuse me, I got a name. Hey, you, you, you right there, you right there. Yeah, I got a name. You know what the name represents? If I know your name, there's relationship. If I don't know your name or haven't memorized or just know your name to the point where I can utter it then there's no relationship 
And if there's no relationship, I could never, ever appreciate you the way you deserve to be appreciated. I'm going to say that again. If I don't know you, how can I appreciate you? Clear, I know you. That's why I appreciate what you are in my life. Not everybody's going to appreciate you because they don't know you. The only way they can know you, they got to spend time with you. I've spent decades with you. I know you. I know what you mean to me. I know how you pray for me. I've had countless conversations with you. I know you'll just call me up in the middle of a day and go, oh, the Lord gave me a word for you. And I'd be like, all right. And it'd be a quick conversation. And that's happened over three decades. We know each other. And when you know each other, there's relationship. When you know God, you know him because there's a relationship. He's sovereign to you. So look what the scripture says in Matthew 6 and 9. All right. Matthew 6 and 9. Disciples come to Jesus and they go, teach us to pray. Man, we want what you got. Teach us to pray. We want that authority that you got. Teach us to pray. We want that relationship with God, with the Father that you got. Teach us to pray. And look what he says in the ninth verse. He says, he said, pray then in this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. He said, when you pray, start off this way. See, most of us, when we get down on our knees or we get on our face, we already have an agenda in mind. We want God to give us something. As if God's name is Jimmy. Gimme, gimme, because your name is Jimmy. But God's name is not Jimmy. So don't get on your face with the whole give me attitude. All right. Look what he says. When you pray before you get into anything else, let's first recognize him as your father who is in heaven. Why is that important? That's so important because we cannot come to the father as if we don't know who he is. You belong to somebody. And listen, I want to tell you something. It's not because you've done righteous works. The Bible said that while we were yet sinners, the father loved us. Who who wouldn't want a father like that? While I was out slipping and dipping, tripping and all kind of stuff, going and coming. While I was doing, you know what we were doing. Come on, somebody. Don't, don't get holy on me now. <laughs> you, know, you know what you were doing. Come on. You know how angry you were. You know you were ready to fight at the drop of Some of you still want to fight right now. Come on, somebody. You know where we were. We were looking for love in all the wrong places. We put stuff in our bodies just to experiment. Oh, man, let me try that. Let me try that. That was not. We were chasing highs that we would never find. We 
were looking on the ground for stuff. We smoked everything. We shot stuff in us that they put in horses. We drank stuff that they embalmed people with after they died. Why? Because we were looking for a high we could never find. We laid down with stuff. We don't want people to say their name right now. Oh, remember? No, I don't remember them. I can't believe it. We did all kind of stuff. We were off. We were messed up. We were fighting when we didn't have no reason to fight. We thought we looked good when we didn't look good. Come on, somebody. You know you listen. Listen. Come on, somebody. We were confused. We were deceived. But oh, God was loving us because he is our father. Who he is our father. And he was beckoning us to come. See, the reason why you are a child of God right now is not because you woke up one day and said, you know what? I'm tired of living this way. I'm going to go to Jesus. No, what happened was he was pulling on you. And with his loving, see, the reason why you ran into Angela is because his love directed you to Angela. And Angela said, do you know that Jesus loves you? Because his loving kindness was drawing you. The reason why you ran into Hartford is because his loving kindness was drawing you. The reason why you ran into Susan is because his loving kindness was drawing you. You're not saved by accident. You didn't choose God. He chose you. Come on, give him a praise. Give him a praise. You need to walk. You need to walk around with a shirt that says, "I'm chosen." Whoo! How you've been rejected and abandoned, and the enemy wanted you to live in rejection and abandonment all your life. Why? Because your mama gave you up, or your daddy didn't want to have nothing to do with you. The 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 man or the woman walked away and said, "You're nothing. I don't want to be with you." And you've been living in rejection, but now you realize that you were chosen, chosen by God. You are a royal priesthood. You are the head and not the tail. You are blessed going in and coming out. You are God's property. I'm going to tell you something. Someone messed with my property. My youngest daughter got dressed last night for her little winter ball. Yeah, whatever. The first dress they got my, my daughter, my wife, I had, I had to have a conversation with my wife. I said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That, that, that dress showing too much. She said, it's fine. It's not. She said, you know, this is what the young kids are. I said, not mine. I don't care what other people wearing. I ain't happy. But since, you know, I only run the vacuum at my house. 
I had to go, Lord, just help me because I, I was determined. I don't want, she, when she come down the steps, I don't want to see her. But I came home and my, my wife said from traveling, I said, you know what? Natasha heard you. And she said she wanted to change her dress. Man, I felt like. Because <laughs> I thought I was going to jail. I thought I was going to jail, y'all. I thought I was going to jail. So she came down in this dress and she stood in front of me. She said, how you like your dad, Pops? She called me Pops. I said, I love it. You look beautiful. And all I could think was, let somebody mess with school. There's going to be some moving furniture. She even came home after the the winter ball and she said, somebody stepped on my foot. I said, who stepped? Who? who?" (laughs) No, no, it was while while we were dancing. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just. (laughs) See, when you belong, when you're chosen, when you're somebody's, somebody ready to fight for you. I'm going to let you know God's ready to fight for you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX.